Hi guys. Welcome back to In the Dark. It is late or early, however you want to look at it. 4.46 a.m. in the morning on 8 August 7th, 2021. And I am still awake. I've been having really bad problems with sleep, um, with um, insomnia. I don't know what's going on. It's pretty crazy stuff, but maybe it's all this stuff that's going on that I'm, I'm getting into here. Um, I wanted to tell you guys that I know that you're not really signing on to this channel to listen to governmental stuff, okay? You're really here to listen to dogmen stories and Sasquatch stories and, you know, the rake and wendigos and UFOs and aliens and, you know, whatever, ghost stories, supernatural stuff, near-death encounters, all the stuff. I mean, anything and everything. Um, what I told you guys in the beginning, in case anybody's coming on for the first time and they happen to hit this one. I am doing this because I'm taking you back to the beginning of where I started my journey with being awakened to the governmental stuff, satanic stuff, how biblical this stuff is, um, how it's all intertwined, you know, how the agenda the Luciferian agenda has kicked in full gear. Um, the prophecies, everything we've been foretold about, it's all coming together. It's all coming out. You know, the Smithsonian finding giant's bones and covering it up. Okay, you understand, who are these people that are coming in and covering all this stuff up? They use figureheads like the president. They'll pick a president that's in the club. And they basically have them planned out to be in office before they're even elected. You know, the elections are, are bullshit, guys. Like, seriously, it's all bullshit. You know, you can vote all you want to. They're going to put in who they want to be in there. And they have it planned ahead of time. There's a club of, I, I believe they're not, I don't believe they're human. I believe that who runs our government, um, I don't believe they're human. I don't, I, I think there are some that are human, obviously, but... I think there's a lot of forces at at bay here and at you know at work here, I guess I should say, that just um I would just blow your mind if you really you know knew what was really going on. So I wanted to just I wanted to get into all this because I want you guys to understand where this is all starting, you know, when the men in black show up at people's houses or the military that's dressed all in black in undercover black, you know, unmarked cars, that's government. That's the shadow government. Those are the people that are, you know, the hidden ones that are behind the scenes that nobody sees that work for the government, the reptilians, Satan, <laughs> guys, it's all there. Is as ludicrous as it sounds, you cannot deny that the that basically everything we've been told in the Bible is coming to pass. Little by little by little, it's all coming to pass. The reason it's taking so much time is that the people that actually run the show down here, they're not mortal. The time to them is nothing. They don't care. You know, a lot of people say that, well, you know, why would so-and-so care? Because he's like ancient. He's like, you know, he's an old guy and he's going to die. 
because there's they're not looking at the bigger picture here. Okay, first of all, you don't even know if the person's a human. Second of all, there are puppets that they use that work for them. Okay, they promise them, you know, everlasting eternity of, you know, serving the Dark Lord. It's, it, it just it reminds you of like the Harry Potter stuff with Voldemort. You know, they're serving the Dark Lord and he's going to promise them this, you know, beautiful paradise. And then when they get there, they're going to be mocked and laughed at and, you know, tortured. I mean, it's the, the one guy that, um, what was his name? It wasn't Crawley. Who was the guy that was the head of the Satanic World Church? LaVey. Anton LaVey was his name. They said this guy practiced Satanism his whole life. Like he was really heavily into this stuff. I mean, he was the leader of it. And Crawley was his, he idolized Crawley. And they said on his deathbed that he was dying and he was so excited to die because he thought he was going to die and pass into this realm and get all these you know, that, that, that Satan was going to love him and that he was going to meet his king and he was going to get a pat on the shoulder, like job well done. And, you know, receive, I don't know, whatever, you know, wondrous gifts he thought he was going to walk into. But they said that as he was laying there dying, he said, it's like, it's like that veil gets lifted, you know, when people are starting to die and they'll start seeing angels and they'll see, you know, God, or they'll see demons or they'll see certain things. And I guess what happened with him was the veil was lifted because he was passing into the realm of the dead or, you know, basically we do come alive. That's we're more alive when we're dead than we are now. So I hate calling it the realm of the dead, but um, he was passing and he said, wait a minute. He said, that isn't right. And they said that it looked like he was at an absolute terror when he was dying. And he said something about everything he thought like wasn't it wasn't true like he was he was mumbling all this stuff that you know and he was scared and then all of a sudden he passed away and he died so they never nobody ever got out of him what he was seeing but they said he looked absolutely terrified so you know it's just it's all like this whole thing it's just it's all it's it's all the same thing you know the 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 realms the portals that are opening up these these creatures that are coming out that smell like sulfur that you know missing people disappearances all through the woods you're walking along with the whole group of people you turn around to smile at your friend and they've just disintegrated into thin air and there's nowhere they could have gone okay i mean come on guys this isn't people aren't making this stuff up this is this is supernatural stuff it's it's spiritual it's a battleground down here we're supposed to get up every day and put on the full armor of God. And I don't mean to, you know, sound preachy, but I mean, the bottom line is when you run into these creatures, whether you believe in God or not, you have got to think of the Lord and call on him. You have to. It's just, it's just that simple. And this whole thing with the government, I mean, I just laugh when I say the name government. I just crack up at this. Like, I'm just like, the government. You mean like Satan and his boys. That's how I look at the government. You know, it's not the government. It's Lucifer and his boys. That's what that's what's running the the earth. I mean, it's the whole planet. It isn't just a country. It's everything. And they're all coming together as a one world government. It's all coming to pass. So anybody that doubts the Bible or doubts 
you know, the word of God or, you know, doubts any of it. I mean, it's right in front of your eyes. It's happening right before our eyes. You cannot discount this stuff. You have to open up your eyes and see it. And if you don't, you are completely blind. As blind as a bat. So um, I, th this is going to take a little longer than I thought. I was taking notes tonight and I was like, okay, well, this is going to take a little longer. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to do this podcast for this. And then what I'm going to try to start doing is until I get this finished up, and there's more to it than I thought um, that I wanted to talk about, I'm going to do like half and half. I'm going to do, um, I'll do half a podcast, like half an hour's worth of stories of encounters and then I'll do the other half with finishing up. You know, I, I feel that you guys got to know this stuff. I, I don't know how many people. I mean, you had, you know, hundreds of people in Congress that never even read these amendments before they signed it. So, you know, darn well that the, that probably 98% of Americans have no idea about these acts that were passed. They don't even know what the wording is for them. They have no idea the power that's that's that our government has really achieved and never really wondered why you know what's the ultimate agenda here when you hear these acts and these amendments and stuff it it why why were they changed why are they worded like this you know what is going on what's the future agenda here it's it's just crazy I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but a lot of the um, prisoners prisoners of war from Nazi Germany were actually taken to the United States and hired for NASA. Think about that. Let's go. Okay, so we went from, I was talking about the railroad cars and the guillotines in the last episode. Congress had a session Gunderson was informed that there were a thousand detention centers all across the United States, and there are 500,000 caskets that were stored in Atlanta, Georgia. 500,000 caskets, guys. What are they planning? Tanks in a Marine base in San Diego were out on the interstate. 15 maneuvering at the exits and entrances of the interstate and that came from an actual marine bear with me i had to maneuver around my notes here i had to write some of this out a little bit because i there's a lot here i can't memorize all of this i had to give myself notes so bear with me here as i'm pausing and stuff um we have signed we had signed a treaty with the canadians they call it the north american I'm sorry. It was a North American Army Treaty where we can call upon the Canadian troops to come into America in the event of civil disorder. Think the start of a one world government here. Bush signed into law the Military Commission Act in 2006, October 16th, and it passed Congress. All that was or is necessary to arrest someone is to declare that that person is an enemy or combatant and then deny that person the right to habeas corpus. 
Give me one second here. My computer shut down and I wanted to make sure I don't know who knows what habeas corpus means. Habeas corpus is a recourse in law through which a person can report an unlawful detention or imprisonment to a court and request that the court order the custodian of the person, usually a prison official, to bring the prisoner to court to determine whether the detention is lawful. Okay? So in this act, they had the right to deny the person the right to habeas corpus. This allows a president to secret, secretly lock up and throw away the key. It allows the government to torture citizens with strobe lights and waterboarding and among other things without due process. And I just, I want to know how this is possible. How is that possible? How does any, anybody have a right to deny somebody a lawful due process? This is insanity. I just want to know how the power of the government ever got this big. I mean, was everybody asleep? You know, how have we have elected these officials? It's just like, and it's gotten so big now. It's gotten so big that Jesus Christ himself has to come back here to regulate this because it's so completely out of our hands. Not to mention we're fighting demons anyway. And the devil himself. Anyway, it protects the president by giving him immunity to torture prisoners. Twelve senators voted against habeas corpus. Representative Democrat Jane Harmon of California introduced the violent radicalization and homegrown terrorist prevention act. Don't you just love these names that they give these acts? of 2007, which amended the Homeland Security Act of 2002. The act added to the provision of homegrown terrorism. It's centered on individuals in the United States, targets the civilian population and makes certain thoughts. Thoughts, guys. If you have a thought, it's a crime. Theoretically, right now, they can arrest anyone listening to anything, contrary to the administration, right down to your thoughts. The question is, who can define the use of a thought crime? Would it change from administration to administration? You know, would the people of this country be sentenced to death or merely to prison for criticizing the conduct of their leaders in Washington? Yes, they could be. And why are these laws being passed? You know, that's my question. Give me one second here. My tablet is all over the place. I, <laughs> I was writing on one end of it. So anyway, I was wondering when I was, when I was uh, taking these notes tonight, like, you just can't help to ask yourself, you know, who's behind it all? For people that are Christians, they're going to say they know it's the devil. You know, Satan, Lucifer, whatever. For other people, what would you think? You know, what would your answer be? Just maniacal power that these government officials have, these 90-year-olds 
that are sitting in Supreme Courts and, you know, in political offices. Why would they care? Why would a 90-year-old give a shit about what's going on in the country? They have one foot in the grave. So what's the agenda here? Okay. The bill will ship, will strip every American to have a thought. It destroys freedom of speech, which is the First Amendment. H.R. 1955 sets the stage to outlaw any protest in the United States. It criminalizes the very thought itself of having a protest. So the people that think, oh, it's a protest, you know, we should have the right to have a protest. We don't. That's an illusion. It regulated the thoughts of people of the United States. And it's passed. It's a law. National Security Agency is a super sleuthing agency in the world. It's the super sleuthing agency in the world. The National Security Agency. The NSA, which is the National Security Agency, monitors millions of phone calls, electronic communications, and even emails, and then runs intercepts through a national computer. And just a little FYI on the side, the name of the computer that runs the entire operation is, guess what? The Beast. That's food for thought, isn't it? You cannot even imagine the trouble people who speak out have with their internets and sites. Like David Pilates, he talks all the time about that. David's always talking about how his followers are getting kicked off of his site. People, anybody that that has, that, I mean, even me, like right now, the stuff that I'm telling you, in no time I might be having, you know, issues where they get kicked off. You know, people won't hear it. Like it won't go out to people like it was. I might have less people listening, like they play games. I mean, as if, as if it's, you know, news, like so many people know this and they're going to learn it anyway. I don't know why they even try anymore. The word is getting out. The NSA has the world's top computers, top tier computer scientists, advanced mathematicians, and has the best language experts in the world. They collect satellite and oral communications compile databases and analyze data, including internet traffic, then share info with the U.S. intelligence agency, including the CIA, FBI, and Secret Service. All the payphones in Grand Central Station used to be tapped. I don't know if there are payphones in Grand Central Station anymore, but if there are, you can bet they're tapped. This is coming from sources that have worked in these organizations like Verizon, AT&T, places like that. There's always somebody that speaks the truth. And then they're shot. They usually are silenced. In 1978, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act was created by Congress. It created and passed a secret court. Only the government has the right. The court, the court was put into effect that only the government has the right to solicit these secret court proceedings. The judge has no discretion to deny the secret request and the recipient of the court is barred from telling about the court orders. The government can get a secret order from the secret court in the secret building, which happens to be the top floor of the justice building 
in Washington, D.C. and get everything you keep secret and you won't even know that they got the information out of you. I wonder what tactics they would use. The government won't tell how many employees works for NSA, but it's believed to be around 38,000. 435 billion per year is spent on intelligence. The major recipients are the CIA, NSA, National Reconnaissance Office, which is responsible for satellites, is the other major recipient. The CIA and NSA account for a billion dollars each. NSA and FBI have teamed up with AT&T and Verizon to spy on United States citizens and now Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and all the other ones. President Bush authorized the secret program of spying through telecommunications more than 30 times since 9-11 had happened. The New York Times in December of 2005 stated that President Bush had authorized a secret domestic spying operation and had bypassed the United States Congress in doing so. In the meantime, Bush claimed his secret program protected the rights of all United States citizens. Isn't he such a nice guy? He was really thinking of us, wasn't he? A former AT&T technician had stated the United States government has tapped into the entire United States system and is doing a huge dragnet system on everybody in the United States. Cell phones are top of the list. The FBI can listen in, and they are listening, by the way, on your cell phone, even though you have it turned off. This is coming from reputable sources, guys. This isn't conspiracy. This is truth. It's truth. You can feel it. You can feel it. Unless you're one of those people that has such a hard time processing it and wants so badly to hold on to your security blanket and your illusion that you're safe. The government's looking out for you. Everything they tell you is right and just. Everything that they tell you to do is to protect you. They would never put you at harm. They would never, ever do anything to their citizens. They love you. They care about you. People want so badly to believe that. That's why they have a hard time with this stuff. Oh, boy. Okay. Bush administration began spying on the United States citizens prior to 9-11. The President Bush, ex-President Bush, authorized our intelligence agency to use our database on every citizen in the United States seven months prior, seven months prior to 9-11, Bush authorized us to be spied on. Instead of admitting this, Bush claimed in his speech that counterintelligence strictly targeted Al-Qaeda. He wouldn't admit it. On Tuesday, March 12th of 2001, Uh, Congress had a session, and it was only the fourth time in 176 years that Congress closed its doors to the public. In this session, 
Not only did the members discuss new surveillance, but the imminent collapse of the economy that occurred in 2008, seven years before. This is seven years before they discussed this. They discussed the collapse in 2001 that was going to occur in 2008. You think that was planned out? You'd have to be an idiot not to think that. They also discussed the eminent collapse of the federal finances that took place February of 2009. We all remember that one. So they discussed the collapse, the possibility of civil war due to the collapse, an immense roundup of the United States citizens, that's us, likely to move against the government. And this is what cracks me up. Think about what they said there. The immense roundup of the United States citizens that is likely to move against the government. Aren't the people that work for the government also one of us? Hmm. That's an interesting thought, isn't it? Like the government is its own entity of its own. And they're not even really human. There's something else. It's a different entity. And we are the little guys. We're the throwaways. The detention of these of those roundup roundup by Rex 84 camps constructed throughout the United States, the possibility of retaliation against the government for the collapse was another thing they discussed. And like I said, they, they also discussed, I don't know if you caught that, how I said that, the detention of those rounded up by the Rex 84 camps constructed throughout the United States. They discussed this, the possibility of the retaliation against the government for the collapse, the possibility for safe facilities. Think Denver Airport. If you know anything about the Denver Airport, think that or research it. So they were, they were uh, discussing the possibility for the safety of the members of Congress. The merger of the United States with Canada for its natural resources was another thing they discussed. And with Mexico for its cheap labor. That's pretty twisted. The issuance of new currency was discussed. The marrow for all three nations as the supposed solutions for the economic Armageddon. This was all that they discussed behind closed doors. Isn't that amazing? That's just amazing, isn't it? And this is what I was talking about. Three, country, three countries are joining forces this is the start of it. The United States will lead it because we're the leader of everything. One world government. Every president takes an oath of office to defend and support the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. At one point, President Bush said, What's the Constitution? It's just a goddamn piece of paper. That came right out of Bush's mouth.
who are these people that speak like this about us, like the way they word the stuff that they think they need protected and nobody else needs protected. Nobody else deserves to be protected. They can do whatever they want. They can make any law they want, sneak laws in. They're above all of it. And we're not deserving of the same treatment? I don't know. You have to remember that Ted Gunderson saw with his own eyes one of the top heads of the government turn into a reptilian. I want you to remember that. Okay, this is an ex-head of the FBI that risked his life to come out to first of all, give us, you know, a glimpse into his world of what he saw, what he was experiencing, what he heard, what he was told. You know, he saw paperwork, data, eyewitness accounts. You know, he experienced all this stuff. And he came out and he risked his life, risked his family, risked his reputation to tell us this stuff. I'm going through this stuff with you to let you know that this is where it starts. These are the kind of people that we're dealing with. This is the mentality that we're dealing with. This is just a glimpse of it, guys. I've only just begun. These are the people that are being called when you see a Bigfoot or a dog man, you know. These are the people that get called to protect you. I don't think so. They're more worried about protecting themselves. You know, making sure you stay quiet so that they can continue on and that their little play toys or demons that were created get fed, you know, get entertained. They're taken care of at the expense of the human beings on this planet. That's what's really going on. That's the sad part of it. But I'm going to end it here tonight. I um I just want you to think about that though. Head of an F, head of the FBI, ex-head of the FBI retired from his job. And came out to tell us, you know, what he saw, what he experienced, what he was told. And he saw with his own eyes, one of the heads of the government turn into a reptilian, to a reptile person who threatened him and then ran off. That's some pretty crazy stuff, isn't it? Sometimes I just feel like I'm, I just sit here in disbelief. I just shake my head and I, I guess I was, you know, I felt like I was asking God for a while, you know, what was my purpose? You know, what do you want me to do, Lord? I kept asking him. And I had this feeling I was to fight for something, you know. And then I just fell into this and for some reason I feel that this is what God wants me to talk about. 
that we have to understand. We have to stop separating this stuff. We have to stop separating UFOs, aliens. Oh, they live in outer space. They don't live in outer space. Okay, the demon world is in the sky. You know, they're all around us at all times. They live here too. They walk among us. You know, reptilians in the Bible, that old dragon, that, that, that's what Satan was referred to as. You know, our government, do you really believe people are in charge of this world? People. You think that if you, if you have any belief in the Bible, or even if you don't, okay, that mere human beings are running the show down here. That's just, it's ludicrous. You know, you'll believe in UFOs or, you know, Bigfoot, but you won't believe in the Bible. You'll believe in demons or see spirits, but you won't believe in the Bible. You won't believe in, in Satan. You got to understand it's, it's all, it's all intermixed with each other. It's all part of the same thing. It's all, it's all together. It's, it, it's just it. There is no separation. They're all part of the same group. You know, so that's why I'm here. You guys have a great night. I will be back soon. I'm going to try to um, really start to get this out to you almost nightly until I'm done with some of this. This gets, you guys have no idea. Like this can go on. I mean, it took me months and months and months and years to learn everything that I know and to share it with you. This is going to be quite a journey. I hope you stay with me. You know, there might be times I talk about things you don't like. There might be things that I say that, you know, you don't want to hear about or isn't really up your alley. But just stick with, stick with me. Okay, get through this. It's all a learning process. Trust me. It's going to be worth it. Okay, God bless you. Take care, you guys.